My daughter's always giving me skin products to try, and I always use them for a few days, and then I just get bored and stop. But since I started using One Skin, and that's today's sponsor, I've been using it twice a day without fail, and I'm not kidding. I've been using it around my eyes and on my face, and within a week, I'm already seeing differences. It's easy to use, and my skin really feels soft, and I think it looks healthier. I'm sure you know this already, but stress, hormone fluctuations, and a lack of sleep can affect your skin. From dry skin to dark spots and acne, your complexion may not be where it used to be, and that's totally normal. However, one skin can really help. I like this company. It's an all-women team of scientists, and they've developed a peptide called OS1, and it improves the health of your skin basically from inside out. In other words, it gets to the root of the problem. And as a physician, it's important to me that the benefits have been backed by studies. Now, for the first time, I'm recommending a skincare product to my daughter. So you can get started today with 15% off using the code TODDLERS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code TODDLERS. Now, after you purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. So please let them know that Toddlers Made Easy referred you to them, as that's one way of supporting the show. I decided to promote the podcast, A Place of Yes, because it's about parents, or I should say heroes, with medically fragile children. After the sudden and unexpected loss of their son, Jake, this amazing family started a nonprofit organization called Jake's Help from Heaven. Since then, they've helped hundreds of families with medically fragile children, raising more than a million dollars. And this podcast is an intimate glimpse into the lives of parents and the children who receive support from this organization. This podcast is about learning to cope with grief and how to be there for a grieving person. This isn't something we often talk about, but it's an enormously important topic that deserves our attention, even though it's hard. So please listen to A Place of Yes wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Toddlers Made Easy, where there's no fluff, just practical, research-based, 15 minutes or less parenting strategies. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Dr. Catherine, a pediatrician with more than 33 years of experience. I'm the author of two parenting books, the founder of Healthiest Baby, and the mother of four amazing adult kids, and let's not forget Smudge, my great big golden doodle. Today we're going to be talking about how to prepare a toddler for a new baby. Now, if you've ever wondered how to share the news or prepare your toddler or handle those first introductions, this is the episode for you. Welcoming a new baby is an exciting and transformative time for a family, and it's filled with anticipation and maybe a touch or even more of apprehension. A new sibling introduces not only a new family member, but new dynamics. How will the older child react? How can you ensure a smooth transition and foster a loving connection between siblings? Will you be able to give each child what they need and want? So let me reassure you that you can. That's to begin with. But now let's take a little look at how to prepare your child for a new sibling. One of the most important steps to prepare your toddler for a new baby is to involve them as much as possible in the prep. 
So ask for their opinions about nursery decor, baby names, clothing, or special toys. Any opportunity for your toddler to feel included sets them up for a smoother transition and encourages them to feel valued and valuable. If possible, avoid any big changes in the months before or immediately after the new baby arrives. Becoming an older sibling, it's a significant change. So minimizing other changes like moving to a toddler bed or eliminating the pacifier or starting potty training, it's a good idea to delay those if possible. Toddlers and young children crave consistency, so maintaining routines will help them feel safe and secure. Reading age-appropriate books about the arrival of a new baby or what life is like having a baby in the home can also be a relaxed way to inform your toddler about the upcoming changes. Do you know what's one of the best ways to promote loving sibling relationships? This might surprise you. When each child feels loved and valued, sibling relationships will be more harmonious. So ensuring that your toddler feels secure and included will promote better sibling bonds. Now let's talk a little bit about how to do this. Dedicating 10 to 15 minutes every day, or the idea is a short amount of time daily that's solely for your toddler, even in the midst of newborn care, will help your child feel better and behave better. It doesn't have to be anything elaborate. Reading a short story, having a five-minute dance party, or even just cuddle time. These moments reassure your toddler that they're not being replaced or forgotten. But realistically, adjusting to a newborn, it can take weeks. So let any beloved family member spend this magical time with your child until you can manage it. Remember, the most important way to decrease sibling rivalry is to make sure each child feels a strong connection with you and that they feel appreciated and valued. Simple gestures like whispering, I love you, sweetheart, multiple times daily, help your toddler to feel valued. Make sure to express your love and affection to your toddler throughout the whole day. Now, with the chaos of caring for a newborn, it can be easy to overlook this extra little reassurance your toddler may need right now. I feel silly even saying that to you because I'm sure you do that anyways, but sometimes in that chaos of the newborn phase, it's one of those things that can be forgotten easily. Introducing a magic toy box that's reserved just for when you're feeding the baby can make life so much easier. And if you rotate the toys inside a special box, you can keep playtime fresh and thrilling. Now, while taking care of your baby's needs, your toddler receives their own special attention too, thanks to this special play box. Balancing the love between siblings might require a bit of extra effort first, but it's all about knowing your children and what they need. Your thoughtful, caring approach will make everyone feel cherished and will be well worth it as your family grows closer. Now, this next point is an important way to avoid resentments. Reframe situations to avoid blaming the baby, and that will promote understanding and help cultivate a positive sibling relationship. Let me give you some examples. It's easy to blame the baby when you have to say no to your toddler, but it's better to find kinder alternatives that don't make the baby responsible for your toddler's disappointments. So if we look at toys and sharing, instead of give that toy to the baby, you're a big kid now, 
might say something like, can we find a toy for the baby? Help me choose. Or what about playtime delays? Let's say your child asks you to play with them. Instead of, I can't play, I have to change the baby, try saying something like, just a few minutes, then we'll play together when my hands are free. If your child wants to go out and you can't, instead of saying, we can't go out, the baby needs a nap, say something like, let's try some indoor fun now. We'll go to the park later. If your child is just seeking some attention, instead of saying, hold on, the baby needs me now, say something like, can you sing? It might help the baby, and then we can hold hands when my hands are free. At mealtime, instead of saying, wait for your snack, I'm feeding the baby, you could say something like, let's have a snack together in a few minutes. Can you help me figure out what we're going to serve? At bath time, instead of, hurry up, the baby needs a bath too, you could say something like, let's try a quick bath today, then we'll have more time for story time. Also, thing that can help a toddler is to feel like the big kid. Some kids this helps and some it doesn't, but I would invite your child to help you, like saying, can you go fetch a diaper? But only ask them to do this if they appreciate the role. So if you ask your child to fetch a diaper, make sure they want to do it. You want to encourage them to voluntarily assist you so you avoid resentments. Another very important point is to let your child know that all feelings are okay. So children have complex emotions when a new baby enters the family, and they might express negative comments, or they probably will. So allow your toddler all the feelings, good or bad, and it'll help your child to adjust to their new sib without reinforcing resentments. So for instance, if your child says, I hate the baby, she's always crying. Well, don't say, no, you don't. You love the baby. Instead, say something like, the baby's crying and I can see it's really bothering you. I understand. A crying baby can feel really uncomfortable. And let's say your child says to you, can we send the baby back? Well, don't say, that's a silly thing to say. Of course, we're not going to send the baby back. But you could say, it's normal to feel tired of having the baby here. Sometimes you like the baby here and sometimes you don't. If your child says, the baby's ugly and smells bad, don't say, don't be rude. You shouldn't say things like that. Instead, you could say, I understand. The baby does look and smell different sometimes. Remember, your toddler's negative comments about a new sibling may be an expression of deeper feelings of confusion and frustration and jealousy. By acknowledging these feelings without judgment, you're going to reassure your child that all feelings are okay and that you take their feelings seriously. Now, before we come to the end today, I want to take a moment and just give you an idea about sibling relationships from my perspective as a mother whose kids now are all grown up. My kids went through sibling rivalry like all children do. And what I can say when I look back now is that there were many phases to their relationships. Sometimes the relationship of who was close to who changed. There were periods of time where there seemed to be endless conflict. But interestingly, as time went by and as the kids grew up and matured, they all now have beautiful, close, loving relationships. And the reason I'm bringing this up is you may think, oh my God, my kids are never going to love each other or they're not going to be close as adults. And what the relationship looks like as little babies is very different from what it looks like as adults. But remember, we play a huge role in defining how these relationships 
evolve. And so it's very important that we pay attention to our part of sibling bonds by showing our kids that each one of them is loved and lovable and to be careful not to do anything that innocently but definitely can add sibling grudges and resentments and jealousies. Having siblings is a tremendous gift and it's not something you need to feel guilty about. Are you struggling with toddler tantrums? Do you want to deepen your parent-child connection? Explore my best-selling course, Toddlers Made Easy. It's more than a guide. It's a pathway to a stronger, more empathetic relationship with your little one. You'll find the link in the show notes. I wish you all the best. Have a great week and happy parenting.